Oh, it's going to be a fun one here on the porch today. Going to have Randy Burnside back with me, the former SID at the University of Marshall. Uh, great, great college football mind. Randy's been around the game from the early 90s there during the Pennington era and the FCS with the old old ball coach, the head dog, as they like to say, the steamer himself, Jim Donnan, just worked his way all the way up through. Uh, it was really fun talking with him. Kind of got into a lot of the uh, the group of five, man, and uh, as Randy would say, the advancement of the group of five and how kind of uh, there's a little bit of a double standard sometimes there between the uh, the power five and the, uh, the non-Power 5, the group of five there. So Randy's going to come in. We're going to advance the group of five. We're going to get into some playoff conversations. We're going to preview extensively uh, the Conference USA Championship game between the Herd and the Blazers tonight. A little action action there. Uh, uh, look at that too. And uh, Randy will kind of uh, tell us why he thinks Coastal um, should be the squad there that gets in the playoff, maybe even over Cincinnati. Unfortunately, during the recording, um, we had talked a lot about the, the Fun Belt Championship between Coastal and Louisiana, and then it got uh, postponed and canceled. So that will no longer be a part of it now. And I'll jump in there to kind of alert you of where we were in there in the recording. But uh, you guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab the coffee, Phil style. In the evening, grab the drink, and come on back. We're talking about the college football championship weekend here on the porch. How's it going there, Randy? Good, Blaine. How are you, buddy? I'm I'm hanging in there, man. Excited for the uh, excited for this conference championship week, my friend. And a little chill in the air on a on a Thursday already. Uh, away. It's definitely football season. Mm-hmm. It's definitely winter, no doubt about it. So, um, if you're still playing at this point. You've done a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, now granted, this year a little different than most because of. Uh, the the pandemic and you've got some two and six big 10 teams trying to <laughs> go out there on the field and play but uh you know most of the time if you're playing in a conference championship week you've uh you've accomplished something extremely special for sure no doubt about it and especially this year with covid um i think uh how people have managed to navigate with the pandemic and stuff's really played a factor obviously in the football season with all the cancellations uh, the changes, people not being able to travel, go back and forth. So if you've made it to your conference championship game, whether you've played a bunch of ball games uh, like the SEC, the AAC Conference USA, or uh, some of those Johnny Come Latelys like the Big Ten and Pac-12, Pac-12. and the Pac-12. American, you know, well, you know, I, I guess your half season still looks good too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give the Mac some credit. I mean, for the most part, the teams that are playing it have played the the games they've needed to. Uh, you know, Big Ten obviously uh, kind of um, decided to skirt the rules and uh, change it to get those dollar bill signs flowing in there for their conference championship game with the uh, with the Buckeyes. And then, hey, I mean, you know, like you just said, the Randy Mount being able to navigate and be able to play games. I mean, that's the reason Washington's not playing USC and Oregon is. So uh, yeah. you know. It's, I mean, you know, and, and to be quite, to be fair, I mean, you think about, you know, the game we're going to start off with and kind of the one that's near and dear to our hearts there, obviously, is, is this Marshall Conference USA Championship game. But, I mean, I think, you know, if you'd have told me a week ago Marshall might not be playing for this thing, I, I would have, it wouldn't have necessarily shocked me. 
considering they weren't able to play their last, you know, regular season game there, uh, you know, would only be a week ago, you know, today. Now we, I think we it got canceled, correct? Yeah, and and that's the thing, Blaine. When you look at this season and when you look forward to these games, we don't know what might happen uh, this weekend or leading into this weekend. You don't know who's out. You don't know um, if there's COVID issues with any of the teams and so forth, if it's affecting a few key players or what. So it's really hard to, you know, make uh, guesses on who you think you're going to win a ball game uh, when there's so much uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes it a little harder for those uh, those of us that like to maybe maybe throw a dollar or two on a game, and especially for the folks out in the desert to uh, to try and figure out what they want to uh, what they want to set those said lines at um but, you know Randy I mean just getting to it to start with I mean obviously the Marshall game but you know a week ago you know we obviously didn't get this the opportunity to get back out there on the field against Charlotte but just reflecting back on the Rice game um just for a minute here I mean obviously that's that's one of those situations where the COVID COVID kind of strikes its head the herd has out offensive linemen out some tracing issues some different things and you can't say that didn't affect the football game, regardless of five interceptions or not. If you're able to run the ball, maybe a little more continuity up there on the line, that changes the way that game ends up playing. So your, your point's well taken in, in the fact that COVID rears its ugly head whenever it, whenever it damn well pleases, essentially. And it can change, you know, trajectories of seasons in a, in a flash and, you know, in, in less than a blink of an eye. Yeah, it, it definitely can. And, and I like what you just said, Blaine, about continuity, a couple people out up front, not being able to run the ball. I think that is what really hurt Marshall against Rice was the inability to run the football effectively. And it made Marshall very one dimensional and kudos to Rice. You know, they've got COVID issues too. Uh, they've they've been battling and stuff, but I, I think uh, at the end of the day, too, another thing that factors in, um, if you go back and look at undefeated seasons or one-loss teams, there's always, it seems, one game or or a couple games where those teams struggled that you didn't think they would struggle or, or they overcome you know, some sort of adversity and find a way to win when things got bad or they, they lose a game they shouldn't have lost. Uh, you know, one that stands out to me a few years ago is Syracuse beating Clemson. Uh, oh, yes. You know, things, things the like Friday that night happen. Shocker. Yeah, it's hard to go undefeated. It really is. And then you throw in COVID and the pandemic and no fans at games or, or limited numbers of fans at games. Um, you know, this has been an arduous season especially for the schools that have been playing from the beginning uh yeah so that's why i take issue with some of the playoff rankings and all this uh, you know the the group of five and the power five and so forth you know we've got- you know Randy, let's let's yeah. let's touch on that real quick while, yeah. while we're on that okay you know, um it just i the hypocrisy, Blaine. The hypocrisy. Well, it's okay. Absolutely. Okay. So let's. I mean, let's just. When you first kind of look at them, right? The top, top ten. You start rolling down through the names, and I, here's where I have an issue. I mean, I have no problem with moving Iowa State to six. Um, I've always contended Texas A&M at five is a little high for my liking. 
but we know how the SEC is going to get love, right? Where I start having the issue is Florida last week, what happens to them, the craziness of the fog, Trask losing the Heisman, you lose to an LSU team that's four and five, I believe, at the moment, right now, as we speak, and you drop one spot with a fresh in the rankings. quarterback. All kinds of one spot to the game. Okay. LSU There's is just... not not the, the team that won the national championship. Last year. No. They I mean, a... Randy LSU is going to get smoked this weekend by Matt Corral, <laughs> Lane Kiffin, they, and the boys at Ole they, Miss, they in my are opinion. They a shell of what they were, but the hypocrisy of that, and that, and, and, and I actually, Blaine, I, I, I take it even a step further. Um, I have a problem with Iowa State being where it is. I don't think they yeah. deserve to be ahead of Coastal Carolina or Louisiana, for that matter, based yeah. on on-the-field performance. Now, people will say, well, that 31-14 to 14 loss at home to Louisiana was early in the season. Well, correct me if it I'm was. wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is it not the case year in and year out that when we have one of these big non-conference matchups between, say, an Oklahoma and an SEC team – or an Ohio State and a Pac-12 team that everyone says, oh, this is a good measuring stick so we can see where the conferences are. So why does does that apply to the Power Five leagues? But when you have a group of five league that clearly demonstrates that, you know, it's competitive, not only competitive, let's be honest, they're 3-0 against the Big 12 this year. Yeah, out. And granted, people can say Kansas all they want. Well, you know what? Every every Big 12 team gets that automatic W every single year. Uh, right. From right. With, 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 without a okay. doubt. And you know what, Randy, I'll tell you this. When you're a Mountaineer fan, you like to circle that Kansas game because you know that's the, <laughs> the lone breather right. on that conference schedule off the top but, for but sure. Then, but then people want to say, well, well, Iowa State has beaten Oklahoma and Texas. Well, who are Oklahoma and Texas? Uh, if you take the name off the jersey and the history very fair. Ranking, very fair, and you look at the games they've played and what they've done, and, and, and you look at who Oklahoma and Texas have lost to or struggled with, why do they automatically get a pass when these other teams, when they lose a game or they struggle with someone, they get dropped like a rock? And now you have yeah, Florida I mean- who loses to – you know, not the best LSU team. They drop one spot. Yeah, Cincinnati absolutely. The, the Florida, play. Cincinnati, Florida dropping one spot yeah. was was egregious. And so, like you said, Cincinnati, Cincinnati's, done Cincinnati's sitting there. All they have done, absolutely nothing, is not been able to play every single week that they've played. Yep. Their kids have yep. gone out and they have won football games. Now, I would argue, and I still argue this. I think Coastal Carolina's resume is better than Cincinnati's resume. Cincinnati, I think at the moment, I think Cincinnati they are. I, I think the, the eye test has gotten Cincinnati up where, exactly. where it was in preseason expectations. It's called eye test. Preseason expectations yeah. where teams were ranked preseason at the time. Well, I go look at Coastal Carolina. They beat the team by three points on their home field that beat Iowa State 31-14. to 14. And I will stay. Right. Okay. Now, I, I, I do want I do want to bring something up real quick here, Randy, about the Iowa State Louisiana game. Mm-hmm. Late touchdown from Louisiana, kind of window dressing at the end. So really, seventeen, much more tighter than that. Iowa State didn't have Charlie Kohler, who now granted they have 
three great tight ends. So not having one of them shouldn't have affected them that way. But he is kind of the pass-catching guy. And they had some practice issues before. Granted, you played the game, right? So yeah. you lost that game to Iowa State. You lost on non-defensive Any touchdowns, week, special teams. Have oh, absolutely. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not trying to make an excuse there for Iowa State losing Louisiana. I'm just making the. I, I, what I'm, I guess, getting to here with the Iowa State still being ranked where they are, is they've somehow, some way, looked at what they've done of late and said, okay, yeah, this team looks to us like a team that should be there. When even Louisiana while still winning in the Sun Belt, hasn't necessarily passed that eye test, hasn't won those games, you know, as impressively. Okay, um, okay. what's impressive you know, about beating TCU 37-34? to 34? You know, what, what, what's impressive? Early, about, early, Randy, oh, early, okay. early. But, but what's impressive in that? Um, I mean, Texas 23-20. to 20. It's a five. That was a hell of a football I game. I know, and it's a five and three Texas team. All right, so if we're going to start right. looking at scores and – and, and and who did what and and how things are playing out and you look at, at their season you know Texas has had some mighty struggles. You, so I'd agree. I mean, I agree. Do you think? I guess the question comes, and I think this you know, is TCU. Beat, I've heard it talked about TCU a lot of places. Actually, beat that Texas team thirty-three to thirty-one. But you know, still yeah, right. early one, early uh-huh. one. I mean, TCU's not as bad. I don't think TCU's as bad as what maybe some think they are. Okay. I think the Big Twelve has one really good team right now, maybe maybe two if you want to throw Oklahoma up in there. I'm not necessarily as, as sold on Oklahoma as I am Iowa State uh-huh. in terms of being complete teams. But they have a lot of teams that are in that probably 15 to 40 range. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I think that's why a team like an Iowa State gets a little love to move up to six, whereas Cincinnati doesn't. And where, where Coastal obviously, you know, being in the – thumb belt doesn't get that love either the top might be as impressive but the middle to the middle bottom the big 12 is pretty good and i think that's why they're getting some love in the playoff rankings iowa state and oklahoma both they're getting love because they're power five that's it right okay yeah. and i would counter it's, what you just said blaine with arkansas state beat kansas state 35 31 okay true the very next week they beat oklahoma 38 to 35 yep okay yep Absolutely. Okay, and and they're ranked. Kansas State goes from losing to a very pedestrian Arkansas State team that that is not competitive in the Sun Belt to being a ranked right, right. team just because they beat a team who who has name recognition that's in their league. Oh, and, and that's every year the name about. recognition okay. is the problem. Why, the, the name recognition is the problem. Why? And this is what I want to know too. Why does a BYU team that's undefeated go into Conway, South Carolina? Highly ranked, really looking good on the eye test. All right, mm-hmm. and, and loses to an undefeated Coastal Carolina team that's already beat that Louisiana team that's ranked. And then Coastal is where they're at. How does Coastal not yeah. rock it up? I mean, I don't know. Uh, and I know. Well, I mean, Co- in, in their eyes, Coastal did rock it up, Randy. Well, I mean, because no. they went from eighteen to twelve. You know what I mean? And there, in the playoff committee eyes. Oh yeah. man, they moved up six. We're, we're respecting maybe, them now. Maybe, They're the maybe they should have lost. They would have moved up more. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it's it's like but, when you sit there and they have Florida at Florida where they're at off of a loss, and then Georgia somehow moves up from beating a couple of really, you know, less than stellar SEC teams to eight. Now you can make the argument Georgia at eight on the field is probably better than Cincinnati at nine. Georgia probably would be a tough tough matchup for Coastal to win but the games were played on the field 
and Cincinnati and Coastal have done everything they've been asked of. Wow. So in this system that we have, they should both be higher than Florida and Georgia at this point in time. Commit- committee this year has really, really struggled. I don't think there's any question yeah. about that. Yeah, and, and again, you know, I know that Iowa State had a really close game too uh, with a very bad Baylor team where they had to come back late. But, you know, yeah. hey, well, the you know, words, I, I tell you the this. first words, Blaine, out of yeah. Florida's mouth and everyone uh, with the selection committee uh, when they talk about where Alabama and Notre Dame is, is they're undefeated. They're undefeated. Well, True. then you look at True. the group of five, two undefeated teams that have wins over top 25 teams, and, you know, well, they don't pass the eye test. Or um, Coastal Carolina struggled against Troy and had to come back and win in the last minute. Well, where was that? That was the ultimate letdown spot. I mean, they, they should have gotten love for finding a way to win. Exactly. That so where was that? What, what, why does that not apply to Power 5 teams? I just want it to be consistent. But but here's the whole thing. It's not going to be. It's all about the money. It's all it is. And the yep. power and keeping the money in the Power 5 leagues, the group of five teams will n- never have a chance at, at getting in. And that's just why they have a committee. It, it got to the point with the BCS where some of the, the Mid-American Conference schools and the, the uh, American uh, Athletic Conference teams and – Boise State out of the Mountain West were getting into some big bowl games. They were winning some of these big bowl games. And voila, system changes over to the playoff. And here's your 15% that we'll give you. And we're <laughs> going to give you a bunch of little bowls where you can play yourselves in these bowls and, and differentiate even more the autonomy between the Power Five and everyone else to give ourselves more of a recruiting advantage and more of a money advantage uh, and relegate you to your status or you get nothing. That's basically what it was. Hey, hey, Rain, let me ask you that based off what you just said there, you know, in terms of they essentially, the BCS was somewhat working in, in certain respects for the non-group of five schools. Um, and then they yep. said, no, we're going to, we're going to, and, and hell, it's it doesn't really work perfect. for even the, for anybody in the power five. You know, I mean, really, other than the big boys of the Power That's Five, all I mean, for, Bama, yeah. Clemson, and yeah, Blaine. Ohio State. I mean, those three are there, but the the middle of the Power Five, it's, you need to get it to eight eight teams before you realistically have an opportunity. Blaine, I'm glad you bring that up because that's what I've been I've been saying this all along. It's not the Coastal Carolinas of the world and the Cincinnatis that are going to bring about change. It's going to be the Nebraskas. It's going to be yeah. the UCLA's. It's going to be the Colorado's. It's going to be schools that historically have been very good at football. It's going to be the West Virginians uh-huh. that, that, that won the Big uh-huh. East several times. Those schools that are now in these different conferences because of realignment, again, for the money and television, which has destroyed regional rivalries, which I think has oh, really hurt the sport. <laughs> Um, I think if you look at the attendance issues that you have with students prior to COVID and some of the declines that are concerning, and it's all because of the television money and the playoff. I'm going to say this, Randy, though, on that on that point you just brought up, though, take away some of the student seats at certain places, to be okay. honest with you, in football. But I'm telling you, if they don't want to show up, well, that, 
then they give it to people who do. For, you know what I mean? It's oh, a warning I agree. sign for your future when people start to lose interest in the game. And yes, there's a lot of money. Have they lost interest in the game, or do they love the television aspect of it and their students, and they want Possibly. to stay home? Possibly. I mean, I think that's you know, unfortunately. You're, I mean, you fight that. We fight that hard at Marshall. There, all the there time. is a balance there, but, but what I'm getting at. There are so many things in the game that have been messed up, and it's greed. All of it is greed. It's the only NCAA sport where every single student athlete at the beginning of the year does not have a shot at winning a national championship if they win all of their games and do what they're supposed to do. My argument is and has always been from day one, you get the greed of the old bowl system out of the way. You you, you don't let the fox guard the hen house. College presidents mm-hmm. need to get a spine. It's intercollegiate athletics. Yes, there's big money involved. Yes, it means a lot to your schools. I get it. But you look at the success of the NCAA basketball tournament and what it does. And then you look at every True. other – and I'm not saying anything that's not been said before. You know, Mike Leach has gone off on this. Many coaches have gone off on this. We have tournaments in Pee Wee football all the way up to FCS where you have good tournaments uh, where every conference champion is represented with at-large. And for these people that say, oh, it it somehow doesn't make it right for the student-athlete. It extends the season out too long. It's a welfare issue. You made them play during a pandemic where 300,000 Americans have died. Don't tell me about safety issues and that you care about the welfare of the student athlete. Okay. You you care about the student athlete when it comes to making money uh, for your conference, but you need to care about them all the time. And and that includes the group of five, the 60 plus schools where their student athletes don't have equal access to bowl games or uh, the playoff. And and there's nothing wrong with expanding it. And, and and I think there should be a 16 team playoff. With all 10 conference champions, it makes it fair. And for those people who yeah. argue that, oh, Power 5 football was better because we have more money and more fans, okay, if that's the case, why does the National Football League have revenue sharing? If that's better, then why do the small market teams in the NFL still play NFL football with the New Yorks and Chicagos of the world? I mean, come on. Let's yeah. About you can, I mean, hey, you, you can build, you can build programs everywhere, Randy. This is a, this is something that I I saw proposed, and I and I think it's it's an interesting uh, interesting premise at least to put it this way. Um, Joe Clatt <clears throat> kind of brought up the fact he said, you know, with what happened to Cincinnati in, getting disrespected, and then Coastal kind of not getting that love, right? And you're sitting here, you know, exclaiming, hey, you know, really in reality, the the you know, the, the non-group of five, you know, schools, the power five kind of have an autonomy on this thing. The group of five teams, really, it's tough to get traction to get yourself into that playoff conversation, right? And you're saying proposing 10 to where everyone gets a bid. Here's something that he brought up, and I think it's an interesting point. Why not just have a group of five playoff of its own? Because you would have an extreme amount of interest in it. And it, at that point in time, it kind of allows for everyone to to get more notoriety on these teams, such as a Mar- if Marshall and Coast were playing in a group in a you know in a group of five semifinal uh, right around Christmas. That would do some big numbers. 
No, I'm not saying it would do I, as big a I numbers disagree, as, I say, you do. You, okay. I disagree. You might as well just go back to FCS if that's the case. That's what we have. Right? You I might mean, as well be North Dakota State. Okay? That's yeah. what you end up having happen. And it's not right. If a school invests resources to play FBS football and to do the thing, it shouldn't matter how many, how big your school is or, or what your average attendance is beyond the minimum requirements. Like every other sport, that should be it. Like major college yeah. basketball, you know, the number one team in the country so- is Gonzaga. Okay, and I can't say that enough. And and some will argue. Some will argue yeah. that Randy. And I'm, I'm proud. I'm, of I'm, that. I know. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love guns. I think they're a great program. No. But week in and week out, week every game, game by game by game, are are they should they be of that ranking? And I think that's where we get into the question on the playoff well, of having and, ten. And obviously, pass the eye test hey, among the hey, voters. <laughs> they, 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 oh, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's it's an absolutely outstanding team. Um, and, and, and they're and they're worthy of being, you know, a top tier program. But I always have that question because now the rest of the the West Coast Conference, and we'll we'll get back off of this here in a second. But the rest of the West Coast Conference has raised its level, kind of like how um, the rest of the MAC in the night in the mid to late nineties started right. raising their level to try and get to Marshall. You have to do it, right? Um, so I mean, I, you know, in that, in that respect, saying, but what, right, I guess what I'm trying I'm to saying by by invoking yeah. that is when you can go out and recruit and tell your kids, if we win our conference championship, we get into the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. We're going to go out and play a tough non-conference schedule to get ranked so that that we get into that that field at the end of the year. You can recruit. Kids then can choose your school. They don't have to go to Ohio State. They don't have to go to Alabama. They don't have to go to Clemson. You know, they can go to places that, that for academic reasons or whatever other reason they want to go. And no, I've got hey, a shot. I'll say this, Randy. I like I like your proposal if it's 32 teams. I think it's 16 to say that the MAC conference champion every year should but get that first. If, 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 hey, Buffalo. Oh, right? I understand. If they're not good enough, they're going to lose. They're going to lose just like Oklahoma did to LSU True. in the playoff last year. They'll lose badly if they're not good but enough. Oklahoma obviously have them good enough. Right. And I keep looking That's... at these scores year by year, and I look at the NY6 Bowl, and I see the group of five teams winning these bowl games, and they're consistently ranked but below that, the first. That's and the top. Team. Yes. That's Yes, that that's the top of that's the top level of that of that and group, that's, of that and that's all so I'm just, arguing. I'm saying that the champion right. of the league deserves a chance. That's all I want him to have a chance. And if oh, you and, can and beat him, beat don't him. Don't be wrong. I, but play. I think I think if if you if you have it at if you have it at sixteen or you have it at eight and you, and you have at least one of the group of five champions getting an opportunity to to well, automatically Blaine, be in there. Who I'm is all it? For is that. it Coastal or Cincinnati? Then who do you think deserves to go, and why? Why I is mean, that? Right. Why is that not fair? I mean, so a, a two loss, is this is this year a little bit different okay. though? I mean, I, right. I think you a could argue loss, that quite, argue Iowa that premise State though, right? That lost to that Louisiana team gets a free pass if it wins the Big Twelve with two losses to be in because we're in the Big Twelve, but a one loss team that, that that's coming from a league that beat them doesn't just because of a um their their perceived 
right. strength of I, schedule it makes, and it's and, perceived. Good point. <laughs> right. Oh, especially this year perceived. Yeah. But I mean, my argument, what, without anybody times, playing anywhere. How anybody. many times does Boise State, UCF, have to win ball games and bowl games before before they get credit? Uh, and here's what happens. If True. we do what you just said, Blaine, and we put Coastal uh, in a bowl game against Cincinnati, then the whole discussion is, ah, oh, well, it was just two group of five teams. That's why. Right. And and we've heard and that numerous. I mean, I still remember back in the day, Boise State TCU, they put them in the Fiesta Bowl a couple times against each happened other. And with it, these bowls, yeah. the bowl tie-in system stinks for college football because what we end up with now is the Power Five schools play each other. There are very few games where Group of Five teams are playing Power Five teams in the bowl games, and I think it's bad. I feel like that's shifted a it lot here in the last five years to that, football. too. It used to be a little bit better, correct? It I mean, you used, used to, to at least have, have some opportunities. opportunities. Now they are non-existent. Yep. They are so few that it's sad, and I think it hurts the game. Because here, here's the deal. Oh, absolutely. We're going to end up, and they're going to be compelling ball games because there's good football players. There are a lot of good football players in this country. But, but you end up with the MAC champion playing the Sun Belt champion, the Mountain West champion, playing the CUSA champion, and all that, but they don't get mm-hmm. the chance to prove it. And then the other catch-22 is these Power 5 schools are no longer really scheduling games against Group of Fives in the regular season, and when they do, they make sure it's on their home field and it's a lower-level one that might not be able to sneak up there and get them. You know, very few yeah. opportunities exist for the good group of five teams to get games but 100 percent. and that that goes back to our discussion about the playoff at the beginning where there's just such a perceived notion of certain teams well yeah i can take that chance but say uh a texas you know a, a texas tech for example they can't go play a boise and win that game because if they lose well that eliminates them totally but if say texas loses to boise and they would win out well they'll probably still get in so yeah. it there's definitely that but, aspect you know, of there's, it too. A, there's a lot that goes to it, you know, and it's financially driven and they don't want to share their pie. I understand that, you know, they, they want to have every advantage that they can have the, and, and the committee set up that way, uh, the people on the committee. And the other thing, you know, a friend of mine brought this up the other day and, and I think Pat Forty's last two columns in sports illustrated have been spot on, absolutely spot on about the hypocrisy and all this. But a friend brought this mm-hmm. up the other day. The group of five schools, the athletic directors, uh, the presidents and so forth will not. Yes, they signed off on this agreement, which has six more years to go. But they're not going to do anything because they all strive to be power five administrators or coaches one day. All right. They're all True. striving to be in a power five league. So why would they rock the boat to be the one to file a lawsuit yeah. uh, about how it's not yeah. fair and so forth. And, you know, I thought that was a good point. A hundred percent. Because yeah, if, if you, if you kind of rock that boat, you know, and that phone might not, that phone call might not yeah. come from but, a, a perceived big boy, um, day, you know, to give you that the chance. End of the day, I think if the student athletes at the group of five schools who represent half of the, the, the FBS, uh, 
you know, I, I think they have a legitimate gripe about lack of access and fairness uh, at the FBS level. And there's a reason why there's not an NCAA sanctioned trophy at the end of the year. And yeah, yep. for, for college and football, at least a hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, I'll leave it at that, but you know, I don't like the divide. There is no reason this can't be done like it is in basketball. None. No reason to be fair and yeah. equitable. I mean, right. And you know what, though, Randy? I feel like it's the the longer this – the longer the playoff is allowed, to, you know, and still becomes a part of the equation, maybe moves into being a little deeper here in a few years. Maybe, maybe then they see success. Maybe eventually we can get there. Um, but, I mean, that's it's, it's a pipe dream. So at this point, you and like you said, a though, lot has changed in the in in just the last thirty years. But 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 here's another thing yeah. to consider: when they set up the four team playoff for the national championship, and they had five power leagues, you're always leaving someone out. You know, true. And, and every that year, one's only going to every take year so long. Well, and it might even and be I two teams this year, Randy. Separation occurring. There are two conferences. And as excited as me and Randy both were to talk about that thumb belt championship, uh, unfortunately, after recording, the kibosh got put on the game. And um, we will not have a thumb belt championship at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon. Uh, down there on the teal at Conway game has been canceled. Um a casualty of COVID. Uh, you know, we talked about that at the top, about how difficult it is to get through this season and for Coastal to play those games. And uh, rumor is it that Coastal was the one with the more positive test. Someone said that was a COVID Carolina or Coastal COVID Lena. Uh, but unfortunately for the Chants, they are um, not going to get to finish that storybook run with a conference championship in the, uh, in the actual title game itself. They'll have to settle just for the regular season championship continuing to be up there, you know, top 12 in the uh, CFP polls. So uh, tough break for Coastal would have been a good opportunity for them to get another nice signature win, beat a top 20 team for a second time in the Raging Cajuns and Billy Napier. But that will not happen. They'll have to look forward to a bowl berth. Um, And uh, Louisiana, you know, lost an opportunity for them to – continue to, uh, you know, maybe have that storybook season that they were having and win a conference championship with old Levi Lewis and uh, come off the field a winner and kind of redeem themselves for the tough loss and their only loss, that last-second field goal to Coastal earlier this year. Unfortunate, uh, me and Randy had a bunch of stuff on this on this uh, fun belt championship, but with the game getting canceled, um, it just didn't seem like it was right to, to continue to play with it. So, uh Apologies to you guys for that. And now back to a, a little bit more about some action, which is also going on on Friday night. And that's occurring, I believe, even amongst the Power Five. And there's a divide happening. And if you look at the recruiting class rankings and the performance over the last couple of years, I would argue that the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are getting left behind by the Big Ten SEC. Uh uh, you know what? I'll I'll go ahead and I'll I'll I'll, I'll entertain the idea with the Pac-12. I think this is just a down-ish year for the Big 12. I don't necessarily think the Big 12 is getting left behind. Well, I'm um, not saying basketball. In any means, just look at basketball. Football. They're still able to On recruit the to that level. Side of the ledger here. You look at it. I mean, 
Look at the national champion. I, Look at the the final four. I could. Hey, I, I, oh, true, true. I, I think part of that's Oklahoma getting in the game every year. And but who's Oklahoma you know, not your best? Taking a big old crap <laughs> on the field. Obviously, uh, they they won it. I I think that's arguable. Yeah, but you know, you know, I, I, granted, I. I don't know if they're the best team to they would be the best team the to field. represent. But but that's my um, argument. That's my in argument a big game every in, year. You know, True. We'll see what happens. But I just I think the group of fives, uh, and I'm not saying that the Sun Belt from top to bottom is equal. Of course not. The budgets are very different. There's a heck of a lot more money in the Power Five, and, and it's because of the TV money and, mm-hmm. and the attendance and. And so forth, but the driving factor is the TV money. That's what is really, really made it crazy. TV money. The TV money allows them to get those eyeballs. It allows them to get those players. Um, and that's yes. always going to end up being the, the big key. But tomorrow yeah. night, Randy, um, championship on the some. line, <laughs> and there will be TV eyeballs. You know, uh, granted, granted, you know. CBS Sports Network's a little bit harder to find than, say, the Mac on ESPN or even, you know, the, uh, some of the other games. But there will be TV eyeballs and um, yes. be a very interesting bounce-back opportunity for the herd here uh, at home, hosting a championship. Kind of reminds you of some of the Mac days, uh, you know, of yesteryear, Friday night at that. Uh, it, you know, kind of remembers of the Pennington, the Pennington days there against Toledo a little bit. But um, I mean, what are you looking for in this game? You know, BY or uh, UAB, a uh, five and three team in the league, um, was struggling there a little bit, and then had a, a you know essentially a month and a half off, and then comes out and wins a game, and now they're playing again. Um, what are you well, looking for out of them? You know, trying to attack Marshall that's tomorrow. Won night? their division three years in a row now. Okay, and what Bill Clark has done there is true. Nothing short of outstanding okay uh, yes and miracle i mean think about the program yes. was dead what and dead was dead I'm as looking a doorknob at UAB, five years they, they they haven't you know covid has been a pretty uh, uh a tough uh issue with them throughout the year obviously uh with with their schedule and, and you look at them they have a great running back in spencer brown they have a decent defense they're their their quality okay uh, i'm looking at you know a team that lost by just four points to louisiana who i think is a very good football team uh who i'm going to reiterate beat iowa state yeah, absolutely that was a hell of a game on a friday night. iowa state and only lost to coastal carolina by three so i think and, and uab did beat rice last week with a lot of guys out too so that kind of you know, put some perspective into it, what they went into shorthanded and still won that game. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, with who's out and who's not out, to be honest with you. But I'm looking for UAB to come in here uh, with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. You know, there were a lot of people saying that UTSA uh, deserved to win the West because they played more games. I would argue uh, UAB beat them head to head. So that makes it a new point to me. Yes. Yeah. You, you had your chance. I, I think the head to head on the field ends up being game, the in the end. You won it, so you tip your hat. Um, this year's just been crazy. But I think UAB is going to come in here. Yeah. They're going to try to establish the run. I think they're a balanced team. I think they're pretty good. I think it's going to be a challenge. Now, on the Marshall side, 
you know, we had a crappy game. Oh, absolutely. Against Rice, we had some people out, like you said. Uh, Wells didn't have the best day. He threw the five picks. It's hard to beat anybody when you turn the ball over, but we couldn't establish the run in a whole lot. I'm hoping that I see a Marshall team that's angry and we've got some guys back uh, that were out, and I hope that that offensive line establishes itself early and that Brendan Knox can get going so that we can be more balanced. And and I, I think, you know, this is the kind of game where you have the pressure of a championship, that it, it gets uh, people playing it a little bit closer to the vest and so forth. So I think it'll actually be an entertaining ball game. I don't expect yeah. either team to to – blow the other one out uh, and, and i think marshall's home field no yeah turnovers no. i mean it, it, unless turnovers becomes an issue randy i think that's, that's part of the thing that could, could the, explode the that score up real quick marshall's if, home field advantage is the yeah. covid protocols and 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 smaller crowd obviously so it, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting and it's going to be cold blaine it's going to be really cold hey but you know what though <laughs> I'll, I'll say this I, I, oh yeah, it, it'd be a bit, be a bit chilly, a bit nipply out there. You know, here's the thing, though, Randy. I'll say this: when there are fans in the stands, though, and you have, even though it's not your normal thirty, you know, thirty thousand plus in Huntington or you know, different places, sixty thousand, hundred, whatever it is, and in place in a place like Marshall where they're still going to have, you know, eight thousand maybe give or take, and those eight thousand are really passionate and into it, that still provides a little bit of a test. You're not you're not somewhere where you're familiar with UAB, you know Birmingham. While it can get cold there, it's it's not necessarily uh, you know what we're dealing with here on the reg uh, for the most part. Um, I, I look at that and say you know UAB's got some some things. They're a tough team, like you said. Bill Clark's a, a heck of a football coach, and they've done a great job. Um, but and and also mm-hmm. too from their perspective, they're very balanced. I mean. They run the ball, you know, 198 yards a game on the ground, 195 through the year. Um, they, they've had a couple quarterbacks this year play and play well. Um, you know, they've, they've, they've won some games with the backup, which is not something that, you know, every program can say. Um, I think that'll be very, very interesting to see how that game goes out. But I say this, even in a game where Marshall loses – Oh, the like defense. they did against Rice. Defense they only allowed twenty defense. points, yeah. and that's aided from five from five turnovers. Yeah. Lost by a it's lot excellent. <laughs> um, and so, I, oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and and I just look at it and say this from the perspective you said, keeping it close to the vest, right? Well, I know that's one thing that you know people have of kind of accused Doc Holliday of for years, right? Of being close to the vest. Well, this is a this is the type of game where you want to be close to the vest. Win it with your run game and the your team, defense. The team that's that how I think Marshall gets it done tomorrow to night. Win. And, and I will say this till I'm blue in the face. It has been my experience that defense is what wins championships. And I think this is a very good Marshall defense, but I think UAB is a decent one as well. So whoever, like you said, turns the ball over oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. is going to be at a real disadvantage tomorrow night. But I, I do – I do feel good uh, about Marshall. I, I think the herd will bounce back. I think Grant Wells is an outstanding quarterback. He just had a bad day and, uh, you know, couldn't establish the running game, became very one-dimensional. And, and I look for Marshall to 
hopefully pull this one out in in a seven to ten point type kind of game. It's my gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Randy, I'm going to say this real quick, and I think this is a, a key stat, uh-huh. I think, especially in a conference championship type of game, right? Marshall allows 73 yards a game on the ground. UAB allows yep. 138.9, so almost doubled that. They're, they're, both pretty, they're both pretty comparable in terms of their pass defenses. Marshall slightly offers, you know, averages on the season slightly less yards rushing than UAB, but in the end they throw the ball a little bit more. I think that's the key in the end. I think Marshall's ability to stop the UAB run game, make them one-dimensional, and then allow that pressure in, the, in, the, in that front four to get going. Part of the reason why you can't beat Rice is right. because you're down 13 to nothing off the jump, and then you're down 20 to nothing off the yeah. pick six. Marshall was not able to play the type of game they like to play there uh, against Rice, and that's why they lose that football game. If, if, they're, if they're able to play from ahead and not turn over the football and, and kind of squash out that run game, and play their formula like they have for the first seven games of the season. That's true. I see no reason why Marshall can't win this game by probably even more than what you said, that seven to ten point margin. If the defense is lights out and just shuts UAB down, field position and so forth, you're right. It could snowball. I mean, that's always a possibility, which I would love to see that as a Marshall alum and fan. Absolutely. (laughs) But, hey. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, same, same, you know. Would love to see it. And, And I'll say this, too. Lucero, if he is the guy who's back there at quarterback for him, makes a few more mistakes with the football, has nine picks to his eight touchdowns on the year, whereas well as if you really take out the one game, you know, he was on a four-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio before the Rice game. So Marshall, if they get back to doing what they're supposed to do, I see this is a really good opportunity for them to uh, – Play for a yes, championship like the Pruitt years there, Randy, and uh, it'll be great to next see. Next year, too, I think the team's going to be really good. And it's a great builder for, for next season heading into whatever bowl opportunity you might have. But let's let's transition over. I want to get your take on a couple of other things, too. Um, yeah. let, let's talk Sunbelt Conference Championship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On the Teal and Conway. What do you yes, think about that, yes. the rematch? I'm excited for that one. Yeah. It's on the Teal. It's in it, True. And, 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 you know, granted, this year, this year, 3-0, and okay. week one, I, you know, I know. I, you but give the Sun Belt the whole me. credit. And I've been watching when, him closely when, when all year Notre because Dame of it. play somebody week one yeah. next year, it doesn't matter, right? Okay. So, week one – so week one, if 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 right, Notre more than likely. I mean Notre Dame, Notre Dame typically plays, plays USC, and USC wins that game. USC, I mean that doesn't mean anything because it was first week of the season, right? Hey, <laughs> I, I, I think the advancement of the group of five. Oh, uh, we, I mean it, it's true though. It, it really it, there is a different set of. No, I love you. But, but here's my thing. Along those same lines, why is it when <laughs> a good football team makes it to a bowl game and and gets beat really bad because, you know, it was just a bad day or whatever, say a Notre Dame loses a ball game 33 to nothing. Oh, it was just a bad game. And, you know, Alabama had their number. Auburn had their number. You know, insert power five team here. Uh, but if the same thing happens, and let's say it's a Western Michigan or a Toledo mm-hmm. 
that gets beat. Oh, they didn't belong. They didn't belong. They lost. They lost forty-five to seventeen. It's clear that Northern right. Illinois didn't belong, or this team didn't belong because they're a group of five. And then I go watch Oklahoma gets waxed by LSU sixty something to twenty something. I was there at the Peach Bowl last year. No one said Oklahoma didn't deserve to be a Power Five school. Why is that? No. That's exactly. Hey, right. nobody. You know. Hey, right. it depends anyway, on back, depends on that name on the front, Randy. I mean, let's hey. be let's be quite honest hey. about it. Now, hey, <laughs> hey, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, though, Randy. Real quick, I will say this real quick though. Notre Dame, they are one oh. of those teams though oh, that they occasionally will get people okay. to say they didn't belong. Okay, so like that national so championship. They'll, 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 they'll needle so them a little bit the here and there. American Conference you know, Championship, real quick. And my boy Patterson and the Bulls, undefeated, five and zero. Guys running yeah. like crazy, ramp shot over everybody. Hey. Okay, love them a- against the mighty Cardinals of Ball State. What do you say? Hey, that game, that game between Ball State and Kent State on, I believe it was the Saturday after Thanksgiving, was one of the most entertaining football games I've ever watched. I mean, they were both going up in the field like it was, mm-hmm. you know, a video mm-hmm. game, um, and Patterson yeah. running for what damn near four hundred yeah. plus yards. I mean, you think about that from real quick. Had the Mac had the Mac been been in line, not just in toe and step with the Big Ten, I mean, let's and they'd have gotten to play ten to eleven games. I mean, yeah, where where is Boss or where no, is Buffalo right now in really the rankings? The had they maybe been able to play a full schedule? Now, I'll say this too, Randy. I love this Ball Buffalo, State team that they're playing. Buffalo though. would probably twelve and zero, and they're in the mid twenties, maybe in the playoff. Yeah, I mean, let's be real about how they would be traded. You know, I mean, it is State University of yeah. New York at Buffalo uh, would be lucky yeah. to be in the top 25 poll with with this committee if they were 11 and 0. And of course, it depends on, you know, if they beat Iowa State by two touchdowns or three, uh, they might actually be 23. I don't know. <laughs> you know, hey, you know well, maybe they probably don't need to play Syracuse in the dome and beat them by about five. State from so Marshall's days in the Mac and, you know, they're. Well, you know they're in the half season league. Yeah, uh, you know the. Half what are they saying league, about this? But, one? I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I like True. Buffalo. I do. When when I look at the season that they've had, Ball State lost to Miami. Buffalo beat Miami. Uh, so you know, Ford Field has a lot of memories for me. Detroit has a lot yep. of memories for me. Uh, I think Buffalo is the better ball team, and I think they'll come with it, barring any COVID related issues and. Yeah, stuff like that. Now, I will say this though, too, Randy. No, but Ball they did. State no. well, hey, should not have lost. Right, Randy, it was Ohio. week one, so it doesn't. They were count, the right, right side, and, and yeah, and they did. <laughs> That's right, they did. Hey, hey, yeah. Ball yeah. State made sure it didn't That's count. They when, ran the table the rest it's of the way. Great when you're in Give them a lot of credit for that. I love that team. You know, that running back. Good novel concept. And then you win True. one division, I mean, and the team it's a novel concept, division, you know. Unlike um, the Pac-12 hey, does I, their whole championship, and then the and then you set rules, and then you change them to make sure you're Ohio Pac-12 State. Pac-12, yeah, rather fun. But hey, you know, rules are made to be broken. <laughs> no, with with everyone apparently. With with this committee, now I see this. Hey, the you, you know what though, Randy? I'm gonna say this real quick about Ball State. Had if if anybody but Patterson was on the field, 
Huntley, their running back, would be the number one guy and on the field. He's a damn good running back, too. Kind of a, a bruiser, a mm-hmm. pounder, kind of a Ron Dane look guy. Um, but Patterson is so electric. And Van Treese is a pretty good quarterback. I like the way Buffalo plays. I think I'm with you. But I think yeah. if you look at that, okay. if you look at the number okay. there, Randy, okay. it's hey, 13 in the hook. The I kind of like Ball State to hang inside of that 13 in the hook. My you friend. take away Patterson's I do. one game where he almost had the national record and all that. What are his stats when you take out that one game? Right. Think right. about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably still bad, got what about six hundred yards in four games. Herculean he's averaging about one fifty ish. You know, when you take that one game away, huh. exactly. But anyway, that they're making him out to be. Yeah. True. Yeah. Hey, and 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 Buffalo has a pretty good little stable running back. To other even other than Patterson too. So, um, you know, but like you said, I think points will be flying up on that scoreboard in this game. Um, but I think both teams so will try and ball control ball a little bit to keep the other one off right. the field well, as much as they Buffalo. possibly can. I think Buffalo it's on – I think I'd take Ball State plus 13 and a half. information guy up at Buffalo. Yeah, I yeah. feel good hey, about him. He's had and, some success in basketball here lately and, and the football team lately. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with the Bulls. I'm going to go with the Bulls. All right. Rolling with them. Oh, yeah. Hey, right. I, I don't, I don't blame you rolling with the Bulls from Buffalo, man. They're – you know, they're ah. tough. Now, I'm going to say this, Randy, real quick Is here. Is there still a Pac-12 game later on that night? Um, I'll, I'll say this real quickly. There still is a Pac-12. They're still playing one game. Um, the the Mac games in the Central Station are much more exciting, enticing games to me yeah, personally exactly. than the Pac-12. Ranger knows what's so, up. Ranger so, agrees. So, so, Pac-12. Yeah, uh, Ranger agrees. USC just rolls over. He Oregon? does. He does. Mm-hmm. I think Oregon beats not. them. I think USC and the will get a dogfight from Oregon. Might win on the field. Yeah, I, I want agree, chaos. Randy. All I want is power five <laughs> that's chaos. That's as 2020 as it gets. I like the quarterback. That's all. I, I just want chaos to reign. Hey, so now and that will advance your group now, of five right now. can't ignore the American because I think Cincinnati's going to be ticked. I think – and I think Tulsa's decent, but they're not as good as they've been made out to be in some All ways. But, but I think I think Cincinnati is no, ticked. and they've won so many close games Bear, too, Randy. I mean, and I would so not many. want to be Tulsa. That's all I'm going to say about that. I think the Bearcats with not playing for really. So, long, so you're saying the Bearcats big, holes, seeing their playoff. Uh, hope get diminished by the back room, smoky filled room with all the folk in it. Uh, uh, yeah, the cartel, the power five yep. cartel. Yep. All the they, power five execs. They're not going to let them play, so I think they're going to get shot at. Yeah. And then Cincinnati's the reward hey. is going to be a New Year's Six date opposite. Uh, who knows? Oregon or Iowa State. Yeah, Oregon. And I wouldn't want to be Iowa State <laughs> in that game. I'm just going to tell you. Hey, uh, you hey if they play Iowa State now, you I want to watch that football game now. I would love we to watch Iowa State it. Cincinnati. It was hey, but I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I, I, would, I, I would. I'm not saying that millions of Americans would, but I would be in on it. <laughs> hey, Randy, want to want to bring this up real quick with that with that game with I Tulsa so, yes. in Cincinnati, like you were bringing up there. It's at Nippert, correct? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Oh man, nippered at night, nothing like it. 
Uh, I mean, he's old school as it gets. Love it, love it, man. Love Nippered at Night. Still remember the old, uh, the old I'm on a boat song they would play when Brian Kelly was there heading to the fourth uh-huh. quarter. Had some friends at Cincinnati. Man, it was fun to watch that team. The Tony Calaris, or excuse me, Tony Pike, Zach Calaris uh, teams. They had Isaiah Peed. Great Cincinnati teams. Brings out good memories there. But I think this is going to happen in that game, Randy. I think Tulsa will hang around because they hang around. And they're a good defensive football team. And Cincinnati's not necessarily explosive on offense, and they haven't played in so long. But I think all of the timing and efficiency that they had in that offense that was starting to click there toward the end of October, I think they're going to struggle to have that. Um, and they're going to be a little bit rusty on offense. I think they win. Wow. But I think Tulsa will cover that number. Wow. And I don't expect to see many okay. points at all in that game. Yeah. And, and, and I love Cincinnati. I love Luke Fickle. I love there, the Bears. I mean, there's always that possibility. But I, I, I just you know, see that happening. For some and, reason, and I just think that Tulsa's going to hang around. And, and, you know, that's you, – you just, you just never know on any given night, you know, that things can happen and stuff. But I just feel like Cincinnati oh, no. is going to be loaded for Bear. And they're and, 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 oh, and Ritter and Ritter's a player now. I mean, and and they will. And you know, and Tulsa, they've got no problem. You know, I don't Tulsa think they have any problem putting some extra points on the board uh, when they think and, they and, need you know, to. On the road, I think wasn't it like for the second time in the last well, couple of years they've beaten them. Second time in two years they've beaten. Them. Yeah, absolutely, Philip. Philip Montgomery and Tulsa, the Hurricanes, they're they're a daggone good football team. And if you really think about it, well, that's if they the don't lose a tight, tough one early lost to Oklahoma State, State, they're sitting there with a lot to play for right now, too. <laughs> I mean, why, hey, everybody why else seemed to beat the Big Club that weekend. Um, you know, why couldn't they? But hey, yeah. All right. And that Oklahoma State defense was you tough. Love Tulsa. Hey, and Randy, that number's 14 and a half. So I love Tulsa. I think they might 14. lose twenty-eight to fourteen, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Right inside that number, by hook, <laughs> okay, I'm get looking, the cover by I'm the hook of the at, nose at there. Cincinnati's you know body saying. of work this um, year. So, and I'm looking at the point margins and what they've done mm-hmm. and what they were able to avoid, and I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Tulsa's in for a world of hurt. I do. I do. I, I'm going to call it something in the neighborhood of like 45, 17. Hey, hey, and you know what? To 10. I mean, I think it's going to be one of those kind of games, but that's just me. Ooh, okay. It it very easily could and be. And when the I, game I think is I'd be over, with you, Randy, had Cincinnati played any in the month Cincinnati of November. To issue a challenge and just throw down the gauntlet and tell Ohio State to meet them in the parking lot at the nearest White Castle, and let's get it on. Oh, hey, you know and I, you know this much for damn sure. The Cincinnati fans would love oh, it. The yeah, Ohio State fans would be, would be cowering in the corner. Year. Now, granted, they whooped their ass last year, and I remember Cincinnati was all about wanting to play them. Never know. Different team. Much, much different team. Hey, Randy, Randy, here's another group of five um, matchup that I find to be very interesting just because of the, the yeah. whole dynamics of what's been going on with that program this year. How about San yeah. Jose State? Yeah. With hosting, quote, in air quotes, hosting Boise in Vegas. I, I really like San Jose yeah. State in this game. 
I think they, they keep did, the miracle thing rolling. I like Starkle. They, they came back a last week in a in a game um, on Friday night there. Out west this year with COVID and everything messing everything up. It happens. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get the start. They were a half leaguer to start with, and then they're out there on the West Coast, and they're not one of the the big big quote unquote schools. And they've just continued to keep winning games. Um, exciting yeah, team. And, and Boise, granted, last week they were in a blizzard against Wyoming, and that was fun no, to watch. They're, they're damn. But I they have not. Down. They, but you know, Randy, uh, you know, they you are not what, what they've BYU been you did doing, at all. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. But again, you know, COVID mm-hmm. and everything. That, granted, they're on their uh, thirteen quarterback that week. Yeah. But uh, but you never know. Boise's used to winning. That, you know they've got that that swagger, and uh, San Jose does not. So that's true. No, but hey, this group of San Jose State Spartans does, and I like the fact that they've well, the thing, they've had to become the a whole cohesive unit because I mean they can't them, even practice in Santa Clara County San Jose, they, out there in California because honestly, of this. Honestly, the Nevada game, I thought Nevada was going to beat them. I really did. And they beat them thirty to twenty, you know, mm-hmm. and set the. Yeah, yeah, I thought Nevada was going to get them. So, kudos. Comeback performance in the second half too. I mean, Nevada. I mean, I'll, I'll tell myself on this ring. I'm fall. I fell asleep Friday night. Was watching that game. I thought, well, you know, getting ready to play golf the next morning out in Nashville. Yeah. And uh, okay, I, we wake up the next morning. And All right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I hate San Jose State came back and won. Five, but what? I know you want to talk was a little very bit surprised. about Power Five. And we're over an hour, and I don't know what your time limits are, but I'm assuming that, a little bit. We'll, know, we'll give them a little love. Want us a little to be quiet now, probably at this point. But but let's. All right, all right. Throw some, throw something in here. <laughs> hey, we can squeeze in about 15 minutes five. on the group of on the on the Power Five here. Or I'm sorry, the I don't want to call them that anymore. Let's uh, just Randy, call them for I, what I, they are. I the, think um, the Atlantic Coast Conference. Let's start with them. Oh, okay. We'll go with the ACC at four. I mean, obviously the game, the game of the day. Um, it does, unless you unless you want to call it, unless the thumb belt <laughs> game catches your fancy. But um, I mean, number three Clemson, it's a number two, game. we've already seen <laughs> number it. number yes, three Clemson, Clemson, number two didn't Notre Dame. Quarterback, um, how much does one guy really impact the ball game? I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a joke. Trevor Lawrence, yes. When it's okay. Trevor Lawrence versus DJ, though, I know Randy, but I, I hey, it's it, it, I, and I say this too. I think Notre Dame's going to give him another game. I think Clemson I, will I, win. You know what? Now here's Dabo, the question that I have for you, real quick, Dabo on this. Sweeney disappointed me this year with the whole. FSU uh, I like both of their. I like both of their lines, Randy. The, I think they're both the tough. COVID issue where they canceled their game, they were there, and so I thought Dabo have have more class than that. Um, mm-hmm. So. Part of me wants to see Notre Dame win the game, even with – I mean, I think it would be funny. And then with two losses to Notre Dame, I guess Clemson's done. Are they out of the four for good? Or do they find an excuse to keep them in because they lost to the same team twice? So I guess they – Hey, they set the precedent league? last week with Florida. And only what dropping if them Notre a spot. Dame beats them so Notre Dame's a hell of a lot better than LSU, right? Does that change things? I'm just asking for a friend. I, hey, and, and I'm going to answer oh, being Bama a friend here. I'm going to say that um, I Bama think Bama would – I, I honestly think if Clemson – Still being the four. If Notre Dame were to – Yeah. 
Let me. <laughs> for real, though. And the way everybody else well, did it before the SEC, Florida probably wishes they'd have that, forfeited that and not played before the Bama game. Um, I, uh, well, that, that does. It probably, you know, doesn't get you a little hood and a wink there. Um, but I'll say, I wondered this, though. If Notre Dame were to beat Clemson and beat them a yeah, second time. they have an argument. They, they have an argument. Don't I mean, they Bama, be the number Bama one overall team dumb. ahead of Bama? <laughs> Dominant, I should say. Um, it won't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it won't matter. It won't matter. Hey, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the that the Fighting Irish give them a good game. I'm wanting to see a really a classic game there, Bank America. Yeah. Good college football venue for a pro stadium. Yeah. Um, I've been to the ACC championship before. Randy went yeah. when the U played against yeah. Clemson. Um, we were one of about away, 5, you know when the U was trying to make the, the turnover chain rebound, and Clemson yeah. just just kind of okay, good slapped them around. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was up in the upper deck, and we, we stayed till the end. Um, yeah. But, and you know, yeah. hey, the, the turnover chain well, folks were not there. The Miami fans were restless early, and they, they continued to be quiet as they kept going. I think Notre Dame will give them a game, though. I think we'll, I think we're looking at maybe – I'm thinking 35-28 you know type of ball game. I think they'll you know play a good bit of ball control. One. Trevor Lawrence yeah. goes off. I think Clemson beats them by three touchdowns. I think – they're going to. They're going to. I think now, if Notre Dame loses by that, Randy, are they out? Play between Trevor Lawrence and his backup. So, so we'll see. We'll see. And I've got friends yeah, with Notre mean, Dame. Hey, Ugula is wouldn't is like to hear me say that, but I, talented, but he's not Trevor I Lawrence. I think he's that good of a quarterback, and that, that there's a big difference. And if you yeah. had to go to overtime against the backup. Thanks. And then you put in a Heisman caliber quarterback. Eh, we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. At home, at, you know, you beat them at home yeah. in overtime. You had a bunch of fans. They stormed the field. Yeah. I get where you're you going there. Dinner? Now, hey, if, if Notre Dame <laughs> does lose by 21, 28. Oh, well, okay. Hey, I mean, whatever. Um, but, 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 no. do you think, do you think no. at that point they are no. out? Of the conversation they, for the playoffs, the could they, they could they fall far the enough? Committee all no. along okay. has wanted okay. these four, and that's the okay. four they're going to be. I honestly don't. think well, they that do. Any of these games are going to have any bearing on the playoff whatsoever. How about that? What's that? Yes, hey, I hope this next one does, Randy. I am all Northwestern, Northwestern, host, Northwestern Ohio State in Lucas Oil, the right way. I, I love the Purple Cats. Again, again, a school. Yeah, Fitzgerald's a hell of a coach. They run the ball. They play defense. They've been on this stage before. But Ohio State's Ohio State. I, uh, yeah. Hey, but I'll say this about Ohio State. You look at this team this year. Yeah, you know, they got the air quotes Ohio State. The field is good. The one time they played a now, team that was so competent they, this year, this season, Randy, like a, uh, they got a, a football game cat and a versus sack until until the second half. Okay, and then Indiana well, came back. I but, get it, but they were so far ahead. Hey, but you got to play two halves, gosh, and Indiana you know, showed up. Guys in the second were half. already in the ice tubs and stuff at halftime. So. I get it, but here's the thing. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I I get where you're going from from that perspective. Northwestern, but they barely finished him off, and that's Indiana, who's not great. I mean, hell, yep. Indiana's quarterback was that past year is now Northwestern's we'll quarterback. 
and Peyton Ramsey. I, I think Northwestern's going to we'll give see. them a, a game. I'm not saying they will win the football game, but I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I, a, theme, a theme continuing to, to kind of come about here, Andy, give me the plus 20. Okay. Get the plus with, 20. With the Purple I, Cats. I, I, I don't. Uh, especially, I think, early. Now, maybe I'm, yeah. I'm a little little nervous of, of Ohio State busting down that back door where I can't come back in it um, uh, in the fourth quarter. I think that's a possibility. I hope not. You know. And do you really think Ohio State deserves it everyone, to be in the, in the playoff? The, this goes back to the rankings. Um, you talk about week one not mattering. Uh, why then mm-hmm. did Indiana beat Penn State and have a meteoric rise all the way up? I mean, and it was a Penn State team that lost how many games in a row to start the year? Five? Five? Sure. Okay. Wow. I want to play Penn State. <laughs> what, five? Let Louisiana play Penn State. Hey, that same Penn State team only lost by 13 to Ohio State, Randy. I mean, come they on. They lost by 13 to Ohio State. <laughs> Give me Penn State. Absolutely. Hey, you know how I want to see Marshall play in a bowl game? Give me Penn State. five schools won. That's rumors rumors have on. it though, Randy. That's rumors have it that the uh crumbs is yeah. we want to see yep. our school on the same level as a Penn State uh playing in a bowl game and the opportunity to play in a bowl game against the, those guys. That's what they want, and that's what and honestly it's good for football. But do you know who Marshall's probably not gonna get Penn State? You know who probably is gonna get Penn State, Randy? Well, good for West Virginia. You know who probably is getting them? Probably West Virginia if oh, they play wow. in a bowl. They're, they're talking about that or Rutgers. I wouldn't mind it. I'd prefer. So, and I, prefer do, you, do you want Marshall to play Rutgers in a uh, Having to uh, <laughs> play Liberty or, or, or something. No, I would rather play Coastal. I would Rutgers to Coastal. Coastal this year than Rutgers. But I'm really? talking about – I shouldn't have said Liberty. I'm talking, this year. you yeah, know, like yeah, a, yeah. a three or four loss Sunbelt team or Mountain West team. You know, I would rather – uh, play a power five school. Mm-hmm. What about okay? What if Louisiana loses tomorrow uh, to Coastal? I'd rather really play Old Louisiana Miss or a uh, even though say a five and four Old Miss. <laughs> it's not yep. the best matchup for Marshall. Now you know who is be a, a tough good matchup. matchup for be a Marshall, tough matchup. A team that runs the ball. I would yeah. love. To play like a Wisconsin or or, or a, a oh yeah Penn State or a, you know a, a running or yes that now if you get a pass happy team with four real good wide receivers with the way Marshall plays defense yeah. that could be trouble but if you get a bruiser running team that uh, you know with the way that we yeah. play D and, and our linebackers and the way we take some chances one on one on the sides as long as they don't have a lot of good receivers. I like Marshall because of the defense. I mean, look at the Boise State game last year where they only scored 14 points and stuff like that. Um, I love our defensive coordinator. And, uh, you know, I think he's a heck of a ball coach. And uh, I I love the the personnel Marshall has there. So I want to play a running team. I, I wouldn't mind playing Iowa State, to be honest with you. I would mind, but now you get into a game against a yeah, high power. That'd be a heck of a. I'd love to see that matchup too. Five good Speaking like a Clemson, then I'm not liking. I'm not liking the matchups then. Or in Oklahoma. Yeah. Now hey, you know speak, what I think of Iowa State there. Ian. I think what do you Oklahoma think tomorrow in the Big Twelve title game and screws things up? And Iowa State 
not only doesn't drop in the rankings, Oklahoma leapfrogs them into the spot right in front of them, and none of them make the playoff. Yeah. Up to number five. I wouldn't be shocked about that. I will say this, though. No. Oklahoma, everyone says their defense yeah. is getting it back together. Look who they beat well, hey, in the getting it back five. together part of it. It was Baylor. Baylor's it was an Oklahoma five. State team that, for some reason, just shits the bed Kansas immediately when they see five. that Bedlam game. And then <laughs> in Kansas. You sarcasm, yeah. Right? I mean, well, you know, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'd say this. I think Iowa State gets them tomorrow because I don't think Oklahoma's truly figured it out on defense. And Iowa State's gotten a ton better since they played Oklahoma last time, and they beat them in Ames on a Saturday night earlier this season. Uh, I love the Clones, Randy. I think they're going to put it on Oklahoma. I think they're going to win it. And they're putting it on for Iowa State terms. It won't be 42-6 to like it was against West Virginia. But I'm going to say – Wow. I'm going to say Iowa Blaine. State wins this thing When's the last probably like 34 to 21. Football? Yeah. That's all you need to know. Nineteen twelve. I say Oklahoma. Nineteen twelve. Yep. Hey, they're going to get it done tomorrow. Oklahoma Party like it's nineteen twelve. Not so fast, tomorrow. my friend. <laughs> probably. No, don't, don't get into conspiracy. Hey, the big, the big 12 might, okay. might make sure that happens. Here we go. Let's be honest. Now, I, about I, find it. It, I find it humorous that Power <laughs> 5 football fans can talk about hey, okay. conspiracies okay. within their okay. own leagues, but they refuse to see the obvious where the group of five has been you know, sent away. <laughs> uh, What's that? Right. Hey, you okay. you want to hear the conspiracy of all, all right, conspiracies? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Florida beats Bama somehow sneaks ball. back into the playoff. That's and a conspiracy yes, theory, right? Yes, it was LSU, but it's not <laughs> the same LSU team that I watched in Atlanta, Georgia last year with Joey Burrow doing his thing. No. Joey Burrow ain't coming through that door. And, yes, the guy the – guy Joey Burrow ain't walking shoe. through that door, you know. I get it. He threw the shoe. Smoking on the stove, you looking like he's the, the biggest badass of all time. He shouldn't have thrown the shoe, but he did. And, you know, he threw it a good 20, 30 yards. Maybe he would have thrown fewer interceptions had he been the quarterback yep. that night. But all I'm saying is hey, – uh, yeah, well, you know Ooh. what? I can throw for 600 Ooh. yards, too. Hey, Cal Trask threw 40, 40 touchdowns this year, Randy. He's pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> Justin, it looked that way on the TV. Hey, they said the fog, they said the fog really wasn't bad, bad down on the but field. But anyway, they lost. Supposedly. They shouldn't even be in yeah, the discussion. Did, didn't Alabama's yeah, going to kill them. Yeah. I really believe that Nick Saban is just sitting there just waiting, like, you know, this is going to be easy. Yeah. This is the easiest time we've had of it in a long time. We got to trust the process, and you know that kind of thing. All right, and they're going to do it, and we're going to win. That's just how they are. Yep, it's not bad. That's pretty. It's pretty good. That's pretty good saving. But you know, hey, he's going to take a sip. This, but he's going to take it. He's going to look at that Coke, and then he's going to not years. take a sip of it. In and, uh, person, hey. yes. My fiance is a big Alabama fan, and. Uh, we really? went and watched Alabama a couple years ago play at Vanderbilt, and then uh, we flew out to California and watched Alabama Clemson in the national championship a couple years ago. And the Levi Stadium game where Clemson won. Wow! Now yeah. was that which which one was it? 
What addition? Yeah. So we, we were there. Uh, the wrench bro at the end. Uh, tough, tough but luck. Let me tell you something about Alabama yeah. that's impressive in person. And, you know, I worked in college athletics. But the thing that's impressive to me about Alabama is every one of those guys looks like a daggone NFL football player. Every, every, every daggone one of them. I mean, the offensive line. Hey, every single one of them has that aspiration to be an NFL football pounds, player. But they run like gazelles. And they get out there and they block and they're on you, man. And I'm telling you that, yeah. you know, just the, the way that, I mean, that, they're impressive. Their whole their whole program's impressive. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it, it's hey, it, it starts at the top, right? Um, and, and Randy, I'm going to tell you this. I'll I will uh, switch up my my, oh, my kind of tune that I've been having here with these yeah, games. Floor, now, Alabama will win by more than 17 tomorrow. Sort, but, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. definitely I'll definitely lay the points and roll the tide for sure. No, I mean, I, I just I feel like you got to be defeated after how that went down last week. And maybe they show up and maybe they play well for a while, but Bam is just in one slot. It's a it's an inevitable tide, you know. I mean, hate to hate to play that play on words there, but that's the way it is. It's a hundred percent reality, and uh, you know the houndstooth will be number one, and then some shakeup of ACC. You're saying Ohio State? Is there a scenario, Randy? Real quickly though, that you see a team other than those top four that are in there still making it in, and who do you think would well, be the fourth team in if one of those four is left say... out, quote unquote? Notre Dame loses to Clemson. Ohio State Ohio State loses to Northwestern. Right. And badly, and badly. Iowa State loses to Oklahoma. Okay. I think that knocks those two out of it. And I think there's okay. an argument if Cincinnati beats Tulsa really bad. And if and if Coastal Beats Louisiana really bad. I don't think they're going to hop in with this committee, but I think they deserve the opportunity. But, but, nah, nah. Well, do, do you think? Well, do you, hey, now here's the fly in the ointment there. Yeah, Texas A&M. Do you think those absolutely. guys have the stones to throw them it's up there at number? And let's say they beat Tennessee by like four tomorrow, twenty-four twenty. They would do it, wouldn't they? Without hesitation. Yeah, they would. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's sad to me because I mean, if you look at it, Texas A&M does has one good win against Florida at home, and it was kind of a weird game. And then they got blown out by thirty. They've not played half their games. The West has been the weakest it's ever been, and yet they would slide them right on it up in the West League and just have a little sly little smile on their face if they did it. Final four. Two rematches. We would matching off against each other, and that'd be that'd be you know fun in certain respects. But I'd rather I'd rather only see one yeah. West Virginia. Well, guy what I'd like to see is, and he'll probably be the team that's so the trophy much better than everybody too. else, and they're so good. Yeah. Let's have a real playoff. Let's have Alabama take on the undefeated Buffalo Bulls in round one. And see how they do. You know, get sixteen. See if you can stop Patterson. All right. If you, you know, <laughs> that's NFL. exactly who would be the sixteen seed <laughs> yeah, there, Randy. They probably would. Oh yeah, I think they would. I think they would. Hey, so yeah. hey, let me ask you this then, real quick. Uh, you know, 
So if Buffalo's um, the 16, they I win. They were in the MAC, right? Love is Marshall the 15, or they get a little games, more love than that? Uh, their league played longer season, um, and they didn't play any non-conference games, and and Marshall did, uh, yeah. and that would be the only reason why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, if, if Marshall if Marshall were to get like the 14 against maybe a three Notre Dame. I'm, maybe just maybe, sorry, maybe man. just you maybe know, you can find a way to pull one out of there. You know, out. that'd be uh, awesome. You know, it, it, uh, you know, you never know until you play the game. So I mean, let's give Indiana. No, Marshall's better than Indiana. Benefit of the doubt, but you just really don't know. And it, it's a game of matchups, and in football, anything can happen. You know, that's the other thing. That's why I think it should be decided on the field. It's not an eye test. Just because one team, you know, I've been harping on Iowa State losing badly to Louisiana, and I got it in there again. But just because that happened doesn't mean. Listen, just because that <laughs> hey, happened, I, I want to, I'm going to go back through Randy at the end of this thing and have a tally counter on that, and we might just name the episode uh, that Oklahoma by three more points than what they beat them by. You know, that's not how sports work, but. The transient property doesn't work there, but then no. why does it work when you need it to? Yeah. For the your, transitive your, property your does not work. That, that's what I don't understand. You know, why are you telling me this league's better than that league based on my yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just want it to be equal. I just want all I missed that now for two class three and three, know, Randy. Because, I guess somehow, some way. Or trigonometry. Alabama, yeah. Yeah. Uh, beat the bejesus <laughs> out of, um, you know, uh, UTEP. Doesn't mean that all of Conference USA would be you know, everyone actually beating the bejesus out of. Now maybe they could have been, but I mean that's not the best oppor- you know opportunity to True. to to represent yourself <laughs> and so forth. But I would also argue that Alabama would beat the you know crazy out of no, absolutely not, not absolutely. But. But you give me no, they would. you give yeah. me an opportunity it's, it's, to play Kansas. When it's, it's like you year. said I'll earlier at the top, it. and I think this is kind of Texas Tech. I'll take Texas Tech. Heck, I'll play Baylor right now. Give me I would Baylor. too. Take you I'll know? take this old old, old 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 Les Miles in the white hat running in the Huntington. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't have said that last year with Matt Rule though. Give a Randy a year or two, no you might not say that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, um, sorry we went but, long, but hey, I think Randy. It was fun. Appreciate you coming on, my friend. Really enjoyable, man. Uh, oh yeah, it was worth every, worth every worth every minute of it, my friend. And uh, excited for tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, and, and then the rest of the weekend on we'll suing, and then the playoff rankings come well, out Sunday. My heart but uh, hopefully, we watch a good defensive battle, and the herd uh, we'll pulls one out tomorrow we'll night. See. <laughs> you know, uh, but but you know, I do. True, say like I said, let's let's, let's go thirty-one ten. Thirty-one ten sounds good because a deer friend of mine who I was a sports information director, uh, one of my colleagues for years, um, who, who lost a battle with cancer. His name was Norm Riley, worked at UAB, and he was a Georgia grad. And Norm was a really good man, and he was the football SID uh, down at UAB. So I've always kind of rooted for UAB uh, because of Norm, uh, and, and I'm glad they brought their program back and stuff like that. But uh, – you know, got a lot of respect for them, and I'm mm-hmm. tickled to death they're getting a new stadium. And I think it's important for Conference USA for UAB to be good, you know, and I want them to be good. Yeah, I agree. And we need Southern. We'd love to see Marshall and UAB be a Kentucky to be annual good. thing in the Conference USA championship game 